Okay. All right, I'm going, to, I'm going to start with Diane. Good morning, Diane. How are you? Hello. Good, thank you. Um, my journey has been that I had a subarachnoid hemorrhage in March 2021. Um, and it was a few weeks, if not a few months, after I come out of hospital that I joined the group. And my first contact was through the helpline. And from being a bit nervous about contacting initially, talking to a complete stranger about something quite personal, um, I've never looked back. The, the lady who answered the phone was extremely patient with me while I was trying not to be upset. Um, you know, they give lots of encouragement to just take my time and, you know, listen to what I had to say. And I felt very comfortable talking to the lady and that resulted in me joining the group, feeling I was ready to join and, you know, find out more about the group and how it could maybe help me. And the biggest thing for me has just been that sense of community and that feeling that everybody has had a, a neurological condition of some kind. However, many years ago it's, it's happened, they're still living with a condition, but it's a familiar language that everyone can relate to, whether it's a condition, how it's affected you physically, emotionally, mentally, um, words of encouragement if you're having a bad day, just being in the meeting is just enough. It can just give you a lift. Um, you can be happy, sad, a whole mixture of emotions and just knowing that people are there to listen to what you've got to say, give you some words of advice or just listen. That's been a huge help to me. And I miss the meetings when I, I'm not able to attend. So I'm very grateful for the support that the, the group has given me and uh, look forward to coming back to many more meetings. Thank you. Thank you very much, Diane. Um, Kev, good morning. Morning. Um, my name's Kev. Um, unfortunately, in 2010, I had an accident. I fell off a cliff and received brain damage, amongst other issues. Um, I honestly can't remember how I found out about Neurohab, uh, sorry, about the group. Um, but I've been coming for a couple of years now and it's fantastic. Um, I try and come every Thursday um, and I get an awful lot out of it from listening to other people speaking about their problems and getting advice and hints and tips as a result. So the group is fantastic. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, Kev. Good morning, Lynn. Morning. Um, in 2013, I had a late diagnosis of quadriquina syndrome, should be 24 hours, and it was about two months. Um, I had a spinal fusion, two discs taken out. There was a spinal tumour as well. And then uh, four months later, the uh, one of the rods broke, and so I had to have it all done again. So there was a lot of nerve damage um, causing me to be incontinent and um, no sexual function and I'm in a wheelchair now. Um, I didn't realise for eight years um, or yeah about eight years that uh, there was any neurological condition that I had um, and it was only one night three o'clock in the morning when you're looking through your phone as to get some answers that I found about uh, the brain and spine. So I came to the social probably over a year ago now, I think it is. Um, and yeah, I love it. It is 
helpful in that people do give you hints and tips um, because they understand what you've got. Even though we've all got different things, we've got a lot of the same symptoms, um, you know, and it's how to deal with those. Um, you know, you, you can't talk about um, toilet habits with everybody. It's not a dinner party conversation, but yeah, we can have that. Um, and it, it does, I really do look forward um, to my Thursdays and uh, yeah they they really do help me mentally um and also physically sometimes with with you know what help we're given between us so thank you thank you very much lynn morning jane good morning and i would like to echo everything that lynn has said it's a wonderful feeling to be able to talk about anything to people that you get to know very well week after week so thank you for that and uh, I also have Parkinson's and somehow the Parkinson's group seems to be more, well, they seem to have got their act together, however odd the latest discovery is. And I, I do read them all, something about finding out about how we can be influenced by things that, experiments that were done on Dolly the sheep. And the crazier they are, the more they get into the Parkinson's UK magazine. But this, uh, this group, I feel, is sort of, because we all have different... Uh, diagnoses it's really extremely uh, well uh, diverse but also I feel grounded in something that's a bit more realistic than experimenting on sheep for Parkinson's disease so I'm very pleased to be here uh, Esther is not marvelous for as, as some of you will know for uh, neurological discoveries or in fact treatment or seeing anybody at all so it's very helpful to have a group that you can bounce back ideas from. So thank you all and carry on for a long time. Thank you. Alison, good morning. Alison, you're on mute. Um, in 2009, I, at the age of 43, I was dis, uh, diagnosed with a collection of spinal abnormalities, collectively known as spinal dysraphism, which includes um, uh, spina bifida, tethered spinal cord, split spinal cord, uh, extra sacral disc, um, and then on top of that, I have um, degenerative disc disease, which um, affects both low spine and upper spine. Um, I was operated on three times now, twice on the, on the tethered spinal cord, which is complex and transverse. So my nerve roots have grown through the lipoma. So it can't be removed it's just had some more room made for it um second time was for the tightening of the maturing scar tissue um in 2020 i had emergency surgery on my neck because i had myelopathy um, that was crushing both my cord and my nerves uh c5 and c6 and c6 and c7 so i had 
ACDF surgery. Um, first found brain and spine foundation and spoke to the helpline um, after my initial diagnosis because it just completely threw everything I thought I knew about myself into complete disarray. Um, I wasn't who I thought I was. Um, it was that fundamental. Um, and also didn't know anybody else with a similar diagnosis. So good old Google <laughs> came up with the Brain and Spine Foundation and the, the ladies that I talked to were, were wonderful. Um, and then when lockdown happened, um, I was invited along to the virtual neurosocial. That was a complete lifesaver because I was really badly affected by the diagnosis on my neck. I didn't realize quite how ill I was with it. Um, and it's been a lifesaver. I've rebuilt my confidence. I've rebuilt my identity. I have people who understand that peeing and pooing can be a little bit difficult sometimes and sexual function can be a bit difficult sometimes. And do I want to share that with my other half? No, I don't. Let's have some mystery left to our relationship, please. Um, but yeah, um, I've built wonderful relationships with the people on neurosocial, the, the, the nurses on the helpline are fantastic. Um, so it's been a complete lifesaver for me. And it's also helped me to put some of my symptoms into context and reduce my anxieties. And there are other people out there who have mm -hmm. the same symptoms as I do and the same difficulties. And I've been taught how to adapt. I've been able to help other people to adapt or give them some suggestions on how to adapt, which is great. So thank you very much, Brain and Spine Foundation. You're great. <laughs> thank you very much, Alison. Good morning, Mary. Mary, you're on mute. Sorry about that. Um, I have hydrocephalus and I also have FND. Uh, I found the Brain and Spine Foundation through, again, Mr. Google. Uh, and I phoned the helpline because at the time I was having a bit of a rough moment with my FND and the lovely lady on the phone was absolutely fantastic and I, I could probably talk somebody's ear off um, and I'm sorry for that. Um, I still feel like I'm still learning FND. I've only had it, oh I don't know, maybe 15 years. Um, but in, I, I was diagnosed in Scotland. Uh, I've been left to my own devices. Um, yeah, yeah, FND. Um, coming to the neurosocial has been absolutely amazing. Uh, all these different people that I've met virtually um, and learning everybody else's little, you know, um, her, or sorry, hearing everybody's stories is just amazing. And, you know, again, we can have a good giggle. We can have a good cry. Um, 
it's a mixture of everything and we do we support each other immensely and it's just fabulous i might not make it every week but you know when i do it's it's great catching up with folk um so again thank you brain and spine foundation you're amazing Um, quick question. Karen's still there. She she disappeared. Caroline, you're on mute. Sorry. Quick question. Is it okay if I leave now? Yes. Yes. Fine. Please. Thank, uh, thank you, you so much. much. Bye, thank you very much, Kev. Take care. Bye, Kev. Have a good Bye. day. Thank you so much. I think Marion's there, aren't you, Marion? You're still there. Yes. You're on mute. Hello everybody, uh, my name is Marion, I'm from London. I was born with spine bifida and hydrocephalus. Um, living with spine bifida and hydrocephalus all my life until, well, I say until, I back in 2002, I was very ill due to the my shunt deciding to break down. Um, I used to work for London Ambulance Service, but because of all that, I unfortunately had to give up work. And this group was actually recommended to me by somebody. Um, and I think for me, every day is a learning day, a, a learning experience. And I'm I'm so pleased I came on today because obviously I'm you. You soon learn that everybody else has got problems, and you're not just the only one. And thank you to Brain and Spine. Thank you very much, Marion. And um, Jamie, hello. Hi there. Hi, Caroline. Um, <clears throat> I was first involved uh, with the Brain Spine Foundation back in 2015. Uh, I was diagnosed with Chiari malformation, Sirengamelia, and hydrocephalus. Um, I didn't actually... actually to when I was going through my operations and stuff, I wanted to do something positive. So I've uh, done a bit of fundraising and that's how I got in touch initially. Um, and then Grace had uh, spoke to me about being an ambassador. Um, and then today was my first neurosocial, um, which was, it was good. It was, it was really good to hear everyone's stories. So much so I wanted to bring it to Scotland. Um, and the, with with the team, um, so hopefully that will be getting up going in the next few months. But I just want to try and do what you guys are doing and help as many people as I can through my own experiences as well. And yeah, just uh, without without the sort of support I got for the Brain Spine Foundation, would I have the mindset that I've got now? Probably in a way, yes, but not as it's not as, it wouldn't be strong without all the sort of information and support that I've had over the years so um, because when you leave hospital you're just kind of left with to your own device and then you need to go find out your own sort of way of dealing with things and there's not much out there at the minute so uh, big kudos to the, to the charity for, for help not just me but everyone that, that's involved and everyone that's if there's somebody out there then and they're, they're maybe struggling then hopefully they can help them too. Thank you, Jamie. Um, Vernon, are you still there? 
Lauren, would you like to say anything? Lauren, you're on mute. Come on, stop responding. Um, I've been involved with the Brain and Spine Foundation since 2004, after I had my subarachnoid hemorrhage and was returned to my local hospital um, after the surgery at King's and seen by a geriatrician a couple of days later, took one look at me and went, you look all right, you can go home. And that was it. I had a brochure for the Brain and Spine Foundation, which my neuroradiologist gave me. I never saw any neurologists, just basically it was the, the techie bit, the coiling. Um, but he, he was the one that gave me the brochure. And when I started to get a bit desperate about how I was feeling, because um, I got back to work after 12 weeks, which was far too soon, um, I contacted them and I spoke to the helpline and brilliant, absolutely brilliant, the nurses. And then I started to get involved in different things, like they got me running a bit to do a 5K. So I did that. Then I had more surgery. I had to have top-up coiling in the burst aneurysm. Um, and after I came out of hospital, I was going to go and support them at the marathon as I'd done the, the year previously, but I didn't feel quite well enough. So I just phoned up and said, look, I'm sorry, I can't make it today. And um, who was it? I can't remember her name now. Um, but she said, well, in that case, there's a forfeit. You can run it next year. You've got a whole year to train. So that's where I started running marathons and training. And it's as well as knowing the Brain and Spine Foundation and being involved with them and doing different things here and there, um, they opened up a completely new life to me, joining running clubs. And I'm only a Mrs. Ploddy, but I've run six marathons now for them and raised a few bob and done all sorts of other things. And I think they're, they're a small, tight organisation, but they've run by wonderful people. And um, it's just a pleasure to know them. Thank you very much, Lauren. I'm Carolyn. I'm an ambassador for the Brain and Spine Foundation. I found the Brain and Spine Foundation after I had my surgery in 2013 for spinal cord tumour. Before that, I lived with it for nearly five years after being diagnosed. Um, it was very difficult to make a decision at the time. I had four children, two that were still at school, and we just moved to a new home. We were having an extension and the whole house was being renovated at the time. I had to give up work as a nurse due to the back pain and the fatigue I was getting. Um, and initially I was told at the time that it was too small to be causing the pain that I was having. Um, but I knew myself that I've really felt really unwell. Um, it came to a point where my pain got too much and then I started to get bladder issues and I was taken in um, and I had my surgery. I didn't initially know about the brain and spine at the time. I had to Google to get some help and brain and spine came up and I rang and um, I had a really great conversation um, that was really helpful at the time. 
I also met one of the nurses at a, a meeting that I went to at Forum and she changed my life. I started fundraising for the brain and spine. And once I started, I couldn't stop. I was knocking my neighbor's doors all the time with some event I wanted to do. From there, I went on to being peer support. Um, and I'm very grateful for that because that, that has led to so much for me and opened so many doors. I do neurocreatives now, along with another ambassador. And from that, I have been writing over 200 poems. I am now doing open mic sessions and that all wouldn't have been possible without the brain and spine. So I am very grateful um, to you all. So thank you very much, Brain and Spine Foundation. That's me. Thank, thank you. you.